Um, so it's uh, <coughs> podcast number two then. Yeah, it's it's ten twenty five p.m. on New Year's Eve, two thousand fifteen, <laughs> and obviously we're recording a podcast. Why we're, wouldn't you? Why not? <laughs> well, the thing is, we're in a squat rack, so <laughs> yeah, we obviously we've made a squat rack into a den, and we've been joined by one of those promised very very special guests. Very special. <laughs> I am a pretty ordinary guest. <laughs> no, no, I no, no, put no. that disclaimer out there right away. No, no, Don't get your hopes you up. Are, you are the first guest, and a uh, that's true. That's very important. Guest. Yeah, good. The uh, David Maris, who will be occupying the role in this podcast of the person with the least genetic ability. <laughs> Thank you very much. My Welcome pleasure. Me. Pleasure to be here. Good, right. That's then. the biggest round of applause I've ever had. <laughs> so, episode two, we're talking nature versus nurture. Hi guys, um, thank you for joining us on podcast number two. I'm Greg Rutherford, I'm joined by Andrew Steele again, and uh, a very special guest, David Maris. Hello guys. Um, Just want to give you a little bit of context of of what's going on. It is New Year's Eve, as we mentioned. Um, We're currently very full on pulled pork, pulled lamb rolls. Um, some very good desserts actually that Andrew picked up in Israeli London. Cakes. Yeah, I, I only eat Israeli-based <laughs> cakes, as, as we all know, which I transported from Jerusalem this evening. I was in Jerusalem. You were there. I was going to say yeah. very so, recently. As such, I was inspired to uh, to get some, some some Israeli patisserie for our dessert on New Year's Eve. Which yeah, and we've we, we washed it yeah. down a little bit with some prosecco, um, and we thought we'd, we'd record a podcast. We we we. we Go along the same lines of of what we were saying before about life and performance and and how... And the balance between the two, really. Absolutely. And and this one, we want to focus on nature versus nurture. And very interestingly, um, between the three of us that are here, and we have three very different levels of success within a sport that we all do love and and enjoy to a certain degree. Yeah, we've all been Um, very heavily involved in, actually. Absolutely. Um, And that's something that I think is hopefully going to come across in this podcast, is showing how different roles and, and how probably luck plays, yeah. a, plays a very large um, Just role. the age-old question, really, like, you know, can anyone be elite Absolutely. at their sport or, or no. whatever they choose? Let's <laughs> <laughs> like spoiler alert. Yeah. David Maris. <laughs> Shall I go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank okay, you for our guest, David Maris. Yeah. Uh, see you next time, guys. Pleasure. Um, pleasure. So, so, no, basically, really, you know, like that age-old question of what is it that makes someone good at a sport yeah. or whatever it might be. Is it nature? Is it nurture? Is it training? Is it practice? Yeah. Or is it just what you're born with? And does anybody actually know what the perfect solution or what the perfect format is to create somebody who can go on to succeed yeah, in, that's within, it. within a sport. Yeah. So, uh, David, what's a little, I, I think like people would be quite intrigued to hear because I think every athlete I've ever met somehow knows you. Yeah, every, everybody. Like, <laughs> well, you're I, somehow involved. Like, well, you're like the man behind the scenes somehow. I'll, I'll, I'll give a bit of, a bit of, um, <laughs> a bit of context. So I've known David now for a very long time, probably since I was, what, 12 or something, 30, like, something that, yeah. like that yeah um david's from my local area in, in around milton he's actually from sort of linslade um, and, and that area around the later the metropolis the metropolis um and, and we've I'm known the only for, person from linslade <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there's only one we know each other for, for a very long time um and fascinatingly whenever i speak to to most people within britain actually 
around the world. Atto Bolden knows you very well. He does. Again, he does. Very, he does. very random. Yeah, he does. Um, I, I, I did a did a uh, had a conversational piece with him actually for the IWF, and and one of the first things is like, oh, I'm friends with Dave Match. He's like, oh, I spoke to him <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I yeah. got a message <laughs> fairly shortly after as well. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> is. Uh, David. I mean, for anybody who's not in athletics, you may not know David, but if you're in athletics, I'm sure you all know David. Um, but we, we thought he, we thought he'd be, <laughs> a, he'd be a, but no, everybody knows you. That would be a perfect <laughs> yeah. guest just to. Okay, look, for me from the outside, I've seen David work incredibly hard within athletics, much harder probably than I ever have in my career, um, and give up a lot in order to try and better himself and make himself as good as he possibly can. Just to get can. some success. <laughs> well, no, 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 there needs to be some. There's, There's is... got to be some. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay, so what, like, obviously I don't, I only know, like, later in the story. I don't really know you that early. Right, okay, I mean, I'll give you, like, a bit of a brief background. So, like, I've been very, very interested in athletics, sprinting in particular, since... Before I was 10 years old, like my, my first key memory is Carl Lewis in the 1991 World Championships. Uh, big race, six men broke 10 seconds, first time that had ever happened. Sorry, so just, sorry, then- just sorry to cut across. <laughs> I'm sure you can name every single person in that race and the time they ran as well. Ooh, I, I could do the top six. I don't know if I could do seventh and eight. Uh, you're oh. not interested in seventh and eighth, <laughs> are you? I could tell you the people, but I couldn't tell you the time. If it's not a top six, I'm not yeah. into it. I, I hate to, do, do you want me to do it? Well, I hate to cut across, David, but the other thing is with David, he, he's, he's a stato beyond stato within the sort of the 100 and 200 metres. Um, and I, if there's any anything I ever need to know about it from the last 30 years, basically ask David. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. actually, go on, just, just to test you. So I mean, I it was Carl Lewis, 986, Leroy Burrell, 988. <laughs> then it was Dennis Mitchell, 991. Linford Christie, 992. That was top four. Fifth. Ooh. This is great. This is the, really the, special. Raymond Stewart was in 996. Raymond Stewart? He was Jamaican. He made... Three Olympic finals. And it's just, again, I promise anybody who is listening to this, that David doesn't have like a piece of paper or anything else in front of him for him to reel this off. Genuinely, well, I can't because I forgot the fifth. <laughs> so I'll else I'll do it. Terrible piece of paper. You just do have like the biggest passion for sprinting. Yeah, I've got, got, yeah, I've got a huge passion for it. So it kind of started then and then kind of gradually. Um, <clears> at that point, I, w- I wasn't doing any club athletics and I took that from, sort of a few years later when I was sort of 15, 16 um, and just sort of stuck with it ever since. But just through, I've been kind of lucky enough to grow up kind of with the likes of Greg and sort of one or two others. And I went to university in Cardiff, which was also kind of like a hub for... Yeah, quite a good... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you meet people there as well. What was it, Darren Campbell's group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Darren Campbell, Tim Abey, like I was very lucky to train with those guys um, whilst I was at university. Um, And in fact, that probably led to, if you can call it a success, that led to me winning a couple of county titles, which is... The, 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 that's success. what I've achieved. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, um, so you're you you would have classed yourself as a hundred meter runner. Um, well, that was one hundred and two hundred, like yeah. one hundred, two hundred. Like, right. Probably, I would be better at the two hundred. Which I mean, I don't want to again do another spoiler, alert, but perhaps <laughs> that brings us onto something that we might yeah. discuss a little yeah, bit absolutely. later. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, so, so basically, what we're trying to like understand is there's three of us here. One of us has won every major medal there Ever. is. <laughs> There's what? I've not won any major medals, but I've like you've been, been to, to an Olympic. I've been yeah. to Olympic games, and you've worked very, very hard. <laughs> and I'm, and, and, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's very different. There's no like. It's just a very different yeah, experience. I mean, of I must success, admit, as it were. because like I don't want to sort of. I haven't had. I haven't, don't believe I have a great deal of natural ability. In fact, I'm sure anybody that's seen me run probably agrees with that. <laughs> but like, p- partly due to that, then a lot of what I've done is almost 
trialing myself out as a guinea pig to uh, learn perhaps what, what I could deliver in a coaching career. And I yeah. believe like yeah. I've approved different quite, training methods. Yeah. Certainly, I've been really, really lucky in terms of some. You've of the experienced a lot of different yeah. Like, yeah. coaches' I mean, methods, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, I remember you America, saying when you went to America, didn't you? And then yeah. you, you, you sort of paid to work with. I um, did bits with I did bits with Dennis Mitchell Dennis just, Mitchell, just for a couple of weeks. Obviously, through yourself, I've had sort of chats with Dan Path. Yeah. Um, and then whilst in whilst in Britain, I've been very lucky to sort of have have a snapshot probably into just about any major sprinters yeah. uh, training, yeah. which is yeah. it's really, really interesting. In fact, like sort of talking about it kind of allows me to sort of sit back and actually realise perhaps how lucky I am and how sort of interesting it is. Well, again, I'll, g- I'll give another sort of spin it for, for sort of my relationship with David. So David was the first person to ever take me into a gym um, and teach me how to power clean, yeah. for example. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to try 60. Did 110. <laughs> <laughs> right, I spent my life trying to prevent the power clean. My PV is 97.5. <laughs> it's for the first time. I will try 60. Goes, I'll, I'll, I'll try 60. <laughs> 110 later. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're two days after where Greg told me at 8 pm I'm just going to go and lift at 150k. Power yeah, clean. Uh, <laughs> it was a bit, I'm, I'm still over yeah. the moon. We actually, yeah. I got an excited phone call. I did get an excited yeah, yeah, I'm still. I was like midway through the session. I just lifted yeah. the 150 and rang David straight away. So this, one, so this is this is right. This is so we've we've already got your clear. Can anyone be an Olympian? No, no. <laughs> no. I, I believe that if I was, if I had as much talent, perhaps even a, a significant amount of less talent than some people that have been to the Olympics, I believe that I could have made it. Like I'm very, right, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm hard working. I'm fairly committed. Yeah. I'm not very committed. I'm willing to put in the you know, put in the extra hours, do what I need to do as well around a full-time job yeah. and um, for no so, success. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's very, very interesting yeah. because, yeah. because we, we, in, the, in the first podcast, we talked about sort of things that I've done in my life a little bit and how I, I lead my life very differently probably to how people believe you would. Yes. Um, and David is somebody who's seen that from... For, for me from a very young age and and mm. I think at times definitely David was exceptionally frustrated with me because yeah. I've he, never I, felt I, so ordinary <laughs> as running next to you up a hill I remember us having many any com- guy off the street <laughs> I really am <laughs> but I remember us having conversations a lot and and in times when sort of you were really working hard and pushing yourself quite yeah. hard and you'd sort of be like you're not working hard enough yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'd always be like no no it's fine it, it works it was fine. yeah it's crazy yeah. And, well, I'm not going to go to the track of jogged up the hill with my dogs <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, was, it was those kind of yeah and and you've got an idea in your head of what you think is right or wrong in order to reach sporting success yeah, yeah. although yeah. i think that is evolving and kind of ever changing probably yeah, so yeah. largely because yeah. of witnessing what, what yeah, yeah, done. yeah yeah it's, yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely changed and, and my me, perception and me the same so like like I I feel like I sit sort of halfway between like you and Greg. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. So I've long like said this, and like Greg's always like lamenting me for it. Yeah, Although, I really don't think I've got very much natural talent no, at ridiculous. all. I'm, 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 not, I'm not even letting you finish that, that look, sentence. Look, I run the 400 meters, an event which I think requires probably less natural talent than the shorter distances. Yeah, for I sure. agree with that, yeah. That's that's a, so so we are all probably biased on that though. As speed power athletes, we're probably biased on that. Maybe. If we brought in a 10,000 metre runner or a marathon runner, they yeah. might have a differing opinion. What do you think they would think? I would... Would they say I, that I think the 10,000 requires even less natural talent? I, I, no, I don't think so. I don't. I think that they might possibly view it as it, us saying this is that we think that anybody could do what they do. 
and I've not no, quite I don't, sure I don't that, that yeah. no, I I'm not sure yeah, that that's yeah. the case. No, and I you can see that I by the prevalence do. of certain like demographics from yeah, like, yeah, the Rift yeah. Valley. Yeah. I'm just going to say, interestingly, so so from the 2012 Olympics, the, the performance of all performances was David Radisha, right? Yeah. Somebody, again, who can run a very fast four, right? Yeah. So... I think if, if we, what we are saying is anybody who doesn't want to follow you are very talented as well. And, and I have to keep coming up with these, these sort of examples for you because the amount of times you said this to me, I find it so frustrating. What are you now ranked all time in Britain? I like a, like 11 or 12. Right, or okay. So, so in the history of, of the sport in this country, <laughs> no talent, no talent. <laughs> You're talentless. Right, you are one of the best ever. Get out of the squat rack. Let me counter this. Right, so what do we consider like the pillars of being sort of talented? Like, well, when, this is a very good point. Yeah, so... so so what's what is talented like in a sporting context? Well, so like okay, okay, naturally I, being able to do <coughs> to, to lift like heavy weights? No, not necessarily. Strong. I mean, the thing it's is, sport specific. Okay, what we've got to say as well is okay. So for example, I can lift very well and I can yeah. do a lot of things very well, right? But no, 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 <laughs> yeah, you can. But yeah, you can. Yeah. Not order taxis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but but does that gen? Does that mean I'm good at what I do? Exactly for the long jump, for example. No, right? but th- I think that's the the point. Is in the public, you have a perception of being sporty, yes, being athletic <clears> in <throat> the wider context. But I think well, what we do within athletics, the beauty of athletics, it is the purest form of sport. And said because there is there is a definite winner. There is always a marker which you, you can't you can't. It's refuse. very objective. Exactly. Yes. So, yeah. yes, example, beautifully, like yeah. you can't say. Yeah, I love the way he came second. Yeah, that, exactly. That, yeah, exactly. That, that, I exactly. prefer that. <laughs> and, 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 that and, yeah. and I think that is ultimate. This is what I'm sort of saying. So, okay, I might be good at lifting and, and running up steps and whatever else, but there's <laughs> no, there's going to be other people who can do that. I mean, I remember you yeah, talking about true. a guy in Luton who could power clean 160k yeah, 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 yeah. and whatever. Like 177. He could power clean. Right. He was 76 kilos. Right, wow, exactly. that's incredible yeah. power to weight ratio. Longer jumper. Yeah, I think he jumped like a one off seven sixty, but like fairly consistently. So what we're saying is, again, the fact that I can do that doesn't actually mean that I'm going to be a great long jumper. No, no, no. Proof is in the pudding, and the fact of the matter is, is that you are. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're getting on to that point of like what I mean. The most specific performance indicator. I don't want to use too much damn path terminology. The most specific performance indicator for an event is how well you do that event. (laughs) So, like saying that I must be able to run a a Y for the hundred meters because I can lift X in the gym. I think that's very flawed. Yeah, and I think some people do that. And that's that was the problem which I guess I faced a lot in why I came to this opinion of myself is that I'm here we go. So I'm naturally very weak. Right. I, I, my heart rate goes really high. My resting heart rate is like ninety. That's <laughs> really high. Like, I'm very naturally fat. Like, I've got no flexibility. Yeah, then I'm, yeah. I'm pretty naturally fat. Yeah, yeah, true. I yeah, no, yeah. I have no flexibility. Oh, so yeah. it's Olympian. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like these these things which you consider as like being a natural specimen or a natural talent, right? When I was younger, especially even though I'd won the English schools at sixteen, I won the English schools championships and the national championship for schools at four hundred meters. That's quite good. Right? Yeah, well, I, I put it into perspective. I never won an English schools medal apart from a relay one in two thousand one in Exeter. Often, actually, it's a, it's a good it's a good indicator that you're not going to be a good senior if yeah, you win, if you win yeah, 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 But I always thought I'm not going to be a professional athlete. It was never in my goal almost because I just saw myself as too much like the guy who's on the street like just the guy yeah. walking on the street I mean, yeah, but that's equally yeah. how I saw myself yeah, as well. yeah that's good like, that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. how I saw myself yeah. you say this like all this stuff but like even amongst the three of us about we all look reasonably athletic yeah, like true. we're all I mean obviously Greg and I are perhaps taller than you but yeah. no, I mean you say you're naturally fat but <laughs> you're not I'd be interested to see like in terms of I know that you watch what you eat and whatnot, yeah, yeah. but in terms of 
where that fell on like a normal distribution curve of the entire population, right, yeah. you're going to be you're going to be on the leaner end. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but I also train six days a week, so maybe. Yeah, I yeah. Be, but yeah. Do, do you think you're going to be clinically obese if you didn't? <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, a post, there's a post-training goal. I genuinely wonder if I could be like the you know like when a swimmer. I, is I want to be the fattest you know, Olympian yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I'm Annie. Like, yeah, in I fact, no. That. Beijing, a special Olympic metabolism took over and my body uh, we, fat. Like, no, actually, yeah. that's an interesting thing really to touch on very very briefly. We've talked about this before. We said this and, and we, we, we mentioned, I, I'm, I'm sure we may, we did mention the first podcast where all of a sudden Olympic gear comes around and everybody manages to, to drop weight very, very easily. Everyone was in such good shape it in ridiculous. Beijing. It was Scarily ridiculous. good shape. Yeah, it was but, we did, but also the, the props to the BOA, British Olympic Association put on like this incredible chef who just cooked yeah. like amazing yeah, food yeah, in did. the Holy Cup, didn't they? Right, okay, so you noticed it very, very like late in the season as in very just literally, just right, literally the right at the right time I, I remember know. Ricky Fifton going like Steely you're lead yeah. <laughs> then I looked at Martin Barras I'm like Martin you're lead yeah, so <laughs> and everyone was just really lead <laughs> it, it was, was just it like was really very, bizarre very and that happened again yeah. to, to me in 2012 Exactly the same thing. Yeah, I, I remember you leaning down. Fantastic in shape. In fact, you look back at just on that video of you jumping. You, you look yeah. Yeah, 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 lean on lean. that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you didn't win. Usually, you didn't do very well. Well, right, in Beijing, yeah, no, Beijing. I didn't. So, no, no, I finished tenth. So here's the thing. So we've got nature <coughs> versus nurture, right? Just to bring us a little bit back on track. Yeah. yeah. So what what is it that makes you took you from in Beijing? You were good. You were there. You were an Olympian. Like yeah. that's not to be not to be yeah, stopped yeah. at. Like, yeah, you're Olympic finalist. Yeah. You're very very good. But you weren't the you know you weren't the champion of the world like no. you are now at the Commonwealth of Europeans and the Olympics. I think you had a lot more belief in what you were doing going into 2012. That's a yeah, factor. Massively, hugely. Yeah. Is that genetic or is that environment? No, well, that is, is that nurture or nature? Yeah. I mean, th- that aspect is obviously is obviously nurture, but you've got the nature in place. So yeah, so here's a good and uh, Craig Pickering who is also from this very bizarre hotbed of talent here, which <laughs> we'll talk about not under the squat rack but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly we'll, not here. We'll talk about that but he always uh, references now just to be clear I obviously co-run a company called DNA Fit which look at the genetics of fitness and nutrition so obviously I'm going to be a little bit biased here towards some side of it but we always talk about like we ask people what is what's nature or what's nurture. So you say like okay, height what is that? Are you born yeah, with that, is it, or is it is it is it training? Is it environment? Well, I, what do you think? Okay, so interestingly, <clears throat> I I believe, and it's from what I think I've seen like, coming out of Milton Keynes, there was a couple of certain coaches who would take athletes on at a very young age. So we're talking, I know, between eight and ten, and work them incredibly hard. You must have seen this as well. Some of the coaches push them hard. And interestingly, as they got older, they didn't seem to grow. They seemed to. They seemed to. No, no, no. no, no still right, yeah, for fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Right, no, 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 I was just about to say. I did ask about height here, you know, but yeah, I didn't realise yeah, no. you were so, so, yeah. so, so interestingly, yeah. it seems to be back. that they were so overworked. They had lots of their, 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 what you could consider growth pains and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. And and I genuinely believe, and I still believe that if you overwork stunted. and yeah, and 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 overpush young adolescents. That you you risk stunting their Interesting. growth. I'm going to come at this from a slightly different point. You get identical twins who, once they reach adulthood, are, are different heights. Yes. So yes. they've got the same genes. And, and yeah. so I mean, they're going Perfect to be they're going to be pretty close. Yeah. But there, there's going to be some. I would say that probably I, I don't want to put a number on it, but. It's largely nature with a little bit of nurture yeah. in terms of... Yeah. So th- that's right, yeah. So like nutrition when you're young can make yeah, a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like exposure to vitamin the re- D. The one that people like don't expect is your ability to handle pressure. Is that genetics or is that yeah. environment? I think that a lot of people have a little bit more of a problem. Once it comes to something that is um, more controlled by the brain, where it's something... It's, it's 
not acad- not necessarily academics, not the word yeah, I'm okay, after, but, but do, do, do you, you understand yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to say? Is that people don't try and um, train them. No, they, 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 they think it is very trainable. They think it's something that yeah. you can control as opposed to it being so genetic. Yeah. So, so if it, anything where you can just sort of apply mental effort, then yeah, th- th- they right. think that it is. So I, I think I've got a great example of this. So I, I've got an older brother as well who I genuinely believe yeah. is more talented than me. He's I, def- a talent. I, I yeah. genuinely believe he's more talented in, in than what, me. In what to do what though? To do probably a multitude of sports. I'm probably built to jump. And, he, and so yeah, he probably won't jump further than you or run. No, 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 no. It, but, I would imagine he'd be stronger. I think, I think for, he could be stronger. Absolutely stronger. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. For his 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 ability within team sports, especially yeah. when I used to watch him play rugby yeah, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. else. But interestingly, with my older brother, as much as he was the rugby star going through school and sort of trialed at Northampton Saints in England, he sort of did all these sorts of things. He didn't quite have that mental edge to, to yeah. be able to separate failure. And learn from it to move hi, on Bert. and go forward. Yeah, yeah hi, <laughs> so, so no, no, but he he would accept that as well. And and I would, I would say with myself, I don't see. I've I've seen a psychologist I think once, and she talked to me about when you suck a lemon, your facial expression. And after that, I just sort of thought I'm not interested in this. What? The moment the no, suck a yeah, lemon. Exactly. exactly. The moment don't, that comes don't, in. don't suck a lemon on the run up. No, no, it was, it was all very, again. Functional, real world stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't respond well to that. Yeah. So, I, shouldn't so have, I, I shouldn't have sucked that lemon. Out, out, the, the really interesting thing I think here is that people might know, or they may not know, in Jamaica, it's obviously like the national sport is 100 meter running. So the culture is to be an Olympic sprinter, basically. Yeah, in the yeah, last, yeah. No, fairly recently, in the last yeah. probably 15 years. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 10, okay. 15 years. But they've always had champs. Yes. Like yeah. the incredible high school competition. I referenced winning the schools. Yeah. There was like 200 people in Bury St. Edmunds or Exeter, the two yeah. schools yeah. that I did. In fact, didn't your brother go to Bury St. Edmunds? Yeah, he did. Yeah, no, I went, yeah. I went yeah. to Exeter. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, and um, good memory. Yeah, that. nice. Yeah, good stuff. Actually, that's, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I did just, yeah, no, I'm not even going no, to right. Sorry. <laughs> so, but, uh, the high school champs are the biggest competition there. There's like 80,000 yeah. people in the stadium, yeah. right? In fact, when, when I mentioned Ray Stewart, I'm. He was in champs. I can't remember if he right. won it or not. But so, he made the he made the Olympic hundred meter final as a school, as a school. So boy that's a high pressure environment yeah. from very young. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now the two biggest names that are the best Jamaican sprinters in history in my eyes are obviously Usain Bolt and then Asafa Powell. Yeah. yeah. Right. Asafa Powell probably technically one of the most perfect hundred meter runners oh, ever. Yeah. yeah like, absolutely course. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Never really done anything that matters on the world stage. That's no, true. Like, no. uh, medal terms. No, no, no like, nothing at all. Yeah, like, has he got a bronze from one world a bronze somewhere? from Berlin in 2009. That's yeah. right, yeah. Of course he yeah. does. Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> yeah, he should have won multiple goals. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, but, well, until Bolt came along, but, he should have been But his school didn't compete in champs. Yeah, I, was, really yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, so, they went champs. Whereas obviously Usain did. Yeah, yeah. And the you know the other Jamaicans that performed so well on the world stage, yeah, disproportionately well, yeah. etc. They had so even though there might be a genetic difference born with ability to yeah. deal with pressure or not, they had the training from an early age to yeah. compete under a high pressure environment. And the guy who hasn't won the major medals, who hasn't performed and let his ability thrive, yeah. didn't. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's really fascinating. The other, thing, the other thing to note is that Asafa Powell's times when he was that age probably wouldn't have been that successful at champs anyway. So even right. if he'd have oh, run, I see. Through, right. yeah. even if he could have run as fast as he was possible, yeah. as he was able to do at that time, he was a late. No, rumor. he wouldn't have. Yeah, he was a late much, rumor. Very much interesting, so. right? Yeah. So yeah, I wonder what like different role that would play. I think it's a great, like, amazing case study. <laughs> that I'm like, it's yeah, interesting. Right. Well, I mean, that that comes then into sort of policy within this country in in, in the UK because I think. What's what's happened massively is that has been stifling of competition. Yeah, and the fact that everybody's a winner and there's no there's no going out there and, and yeah. champion success. 
And, it's, and it's I'll almost, you've it's, spoken it's, about it's this almost like the opposite yeah. to what they have in the the schooling system in the states. Absolutely. Whereas now, here we're very focused on the grassroots. It's like yeah, no, it's just a taking part. That's yes. great. Whereas in the states, they um, mm. sort of celebrate success from a very young yeah, age. Whereas about here, winning. they almost don't want to do that because then it almost degrades the losers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to then understand what makes somebody who wins within the UK coming out of the UK system opposed to other people in, in the rest of the world. Because yeah, we don't have these major, I mean, we have English schools and that's probably the only major competition I can think of. Can't as a compare child to champs. No, <laughs> no, of course you can't. Yeah. That's what I mean. So, yeah. so yeah. There, there's at no point through, until you make a, a, a major championship team, which for me would have been 19, the Commonwealth Games in 2006. Yeah. I'd, and, and that was it. That was at the MCG, which had what was it? 85,000 people. It was yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. First it, major champs. Yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the greatest <laughs> saves I've ever been in for, for the, the, the crowd. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sort of thinking, so for me, I, I, I didn't think of that as a bad thing. I love, I love stadiums. I love crowds. I, I love everything about that. But there was nothing ever in, in my youth that would have ever have influenced sort of prepared that. that. So, yeah. so, so where does that come from? Yeah, that has that has to just be nature. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a gene called the CRMT gene, right? And this gene, you can have two genotypes: the the G mutation of it, or the A, or the, the G version, the A version. Right? So you have two copies of the G, two copies of the A, or one of each. And I think um, you know trying to remember genetically. I think the G version, if I remember correctly, is known as the warrior version right. of that gene. Yeah. And the A version is known as the warrior version of that gene. Interestingly, in the studies, like those with the warrior tend to focus on the possible outcome of an action rather than the action itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. vice versa. And, and we, interestingly, in, in, with DNA Fit, we did like a, a sample of um, a foreign nation's high-level uh, like soldiers, yeah. like out, they were out in the field for like six months to get all their samples, and they had a disproportionately common occurrence of half and half. As though, like, the ideal thing to be a special forces soldier was to have enough of the gene to, like, just go for it and still enough to think what might be the consequence right, yeah, of your yeah, action yeah. anyway. Yeah. So you wouldn't be stopped by your negative thought, but you'd be aware of it. Do we have much than... data on that of elite athletes? No, no. And that's that's something that would be really fascinating to find out, wouldn't mm. it? You know, I know I've got, I'm half and half, I think. Right, okay. uh, yeah. And I know, I think, I think you're... <laughs> I think you've got two copies of the Warriors, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bizarrely enough. Weird, no, weird, yeah. Don't need a weird. DNA test to tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and Craig... What do yeah. you think, Craig? This is Craig. Craig, Craig Craig's going to be Craig. He's going to be a warrior. He's going to be very, very aware of the consequences. Yeah, I think. I, I think. I think. If but I remember correctly, he's two warriors. That's not to say that Craig yeah. sort of underperformed. He's never really sort no, of choked. No, no, not at all. He, he's very good at. The... Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, I think back to the two thousand and five European Juniors. He went into that. Um, went into the th- those championships, having beaten, been beaten by Simeon Williamson at the trials, and yeah. Um, so, so let, let's let's just tell the people who Craig is. Yeah. So Craig that, Pickering. So, so he um, he's an Olympic hundred meter runner, ran in Beijing, made the quarterfinals. Um, after that, he sort of suffered kind of a few back issues, and after an operation, he came back and he was selected for the Winter Olympics as part of the bobsleigh team. Yeah. Um, but very sort of a very thoughtful. Um, very calculated approach to sort of his training, but yeah, like yeah. extremely calculated approach. Absolutely. Um, but 
re- the reason sorry, we want to mention him is because he's from almost exactly the same yeah, area he, as you. He's, he, I mean, he yeah. grew up in Shenley, right by where the school that I, I went. Same to. Age. Yeah. Same exactly age. Same with yeah, age. Both, yeah. both speed power athletes. Yes. Both, both had the same coach for a while in, yeah. in Mike Lennon. And did you both compete against each other? We did, yeah. Sprints? Yeah, we did. A couple of times. Funny enough, Craig was the reason that I quit 100 metre sprinting. Right, okay. 2005 county. We'll come back to the county champs. It's the county So Craig was the better earlier. No, no, I was the better earlier. So I I was sort of Milton Keynes number one for like a year or so when I joined and then Craig came along and then I went from being sort of like good in bucks and whatever else to all of a sudden Craig being much better than me. Really? Right. And then I sort of, I I always hated losing. That's always been a (laughs) massive part of me. And Craig was better than me, and I thought, well, I'll try long jump. Right, no way. Right. And that, so, so in, a, in actual sense, I have to thank Craig. Yeah, yeah, Craig. Yeah, and that was, and, and actually worked quite well, I think, for Milton Keynes Athletics Club at the time. They, they loved it because they had me as the B string sprinter, him as the A string. Oh my we, God. We did, so we, yeah, we did a fairly good couple so of strings. Craig's run like, what, 10 14 or something like that? 10 14 is Craig's. What have you run? 10 26. Arguably, you probably could run a 10 teen something like if you'd done it at the right height. I could run 9 You run 9 9, yeah. We know that. I didn't want to be so crass. I just believe that. No, no, I believe you could. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so let's, well, yeah, I remember seeing you running 11 7 120 in California in 2011. Yeah, yeah. Beating Dwayne Marlon in the last 20 meters. Shouldn't be your strength. <laughs> just coming past it. Yeah, like stronger. Yeah, anyway. I'm used to running and, I, 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 so I'd like to mention that was just after a very long, it, long jump yeah, session. Yeah. <laughs> because interestingly, all three of those guys like to say, We'll oh, post the was, video. It was, it, was their, it was their last rep. It was the last rep. They were tired as a kid. <laughs> I'd been jumping for about two hours up to that point, and that's very tiring. So just for an hour. We'll, po- we'll post the video on the website <laughs> at some point. But so let's, from this area, though, there's been a remarkable has, amount of speed power. But it was, it was all within the same era. It was yeah. all within the same few well, years. Katie Ann Thomas, yeah. Joey Duck, um, uh, interesting. Chris Mervyn Clark. Luckwell as well. It's still power. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Chris Clark, as Chris you said Clark. as well. Chris Clark. Um, there was another girl, Habi Falami, who yeah. wasn't didn't have perhaps quite the success, but was still reasonable on the national. And then the year above same me, era, year above me as Within well. Probably four, four or five years. So why yeah. is that? Where where did that come from? Yeah, I love I, that. What's going on? That was really weird, wasn't it? So there yeah. was there was a certain like look of the draw, and certain genetics were born at that point. Yeah. But then the environment must have allowed that na- that nurture that well, nature. Well, I think to like success helps breed success. I mean, you sort of see it in. Um, so let's let's look at Usain Bolt for example. So before Usain Bolt came along and sort of tried to run the hundred meters, the world record had been stuck at nine seven for best part of ten years. Yeah. Uh, Usain Bolt comes along, just. Completely rewrites that, runs a 958. And then everyone runs. Then 969s, a couple of people runs 969s. And to be fair, you watch a Diamond League now and somebody runs a 977 and you don't think that much of it. Whereas really. you should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, should, yeah you should. No, I remember we used to be like anything sub ten was. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, well, unless it's sub ten, yeah. I'm not interested. And <laughs> yeah. again, yeah. around that same sort of time, perhaps a little bit, um, sort of in 2006, 2005, those kind of uh, that sort of era, um, the 200 meters. Like, I mean, the world record had stood from Pietro Manero in the 200 meters for yeah ages. Uh, t- yeah. Best part of 20 years. Then yeah, Michael yeah. Johnson ran a 19.3, put it right out there. No one was coming near it. Then I remember there was one race in Lausanne in 2006 where you had Xavier Carter running 19.63 and then Incredible all of a sudden race. people started yeah, running 19. Yeah, yeah. was like fifth or fourth yeah, in that, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then over the next couple of years, people running started running yeah. fairly frequent. 19, be, not before frequent, that race, 19, 19, I was like, the 200 metres is dead. You know, it's, yeah. it's a dead event. No one, no one's good at it anymore. And then suddenly it just changed everything, yeah, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. But so, okay, so something bizarre like that happened in the, in the in Milton, Milton Keynes no, area. One thing I would, I would like to mention as well, I think Milton Keynes Athletics Club is pretty good at getting people involved 
involved and then getting coaches in as well. I remember my sort of main on first proper long jump coach after a guy called Steve, who was sort of the club coach for a while. Yeah. Milton Keynes brought in Tom McNabb, a guy who was quite important, especially in my in my younger years. Yeah, he's quite, quite well-known well known in yeah, He's a circles, really, yeah. I mean, a bit of a sort of a, a legend within the sport from the 70s and everything. And yeah. because of him, I sort of found that I would I was sort of good at what I did, and he and he did definitely help. And that was due to them bringing people in. I think they were good at that. So what they, they managed to do, they, they would harness ability in certain athletes by giving them to the right coaches as it would be at the club and actually supporting them. So I think that is a major factor. I'm conscious we're very, being very specific in what we're talking about here. Maybe, you know, how do we extrapolate this to just being good at something? It's like You just want to put yourself around people of a similar sort of, similar sort of natural ability. So it's, um, it's like... And then it helps kind of breed that. I mean, the beautiful thing about sport is it's, it's competitive. That's, that's the whole that's point, the point of it. Yeah. So you, you put a couple of people of a similar sort of ability, then they are going to get very competitive. And normally that's going to help breed a little bit, a little bit more success. So I'm going to, I've got, a, we've got a whiteboard here. Guys, yeah. right? Which we, we've it's spent New Year's board. Eve brainstorming on a whiteboard about nature versus nurture. So it's that, pulled pork on it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The first point is pulled pork. So uh, let's be clear. It was good pulled uh, pork, six hours. I've got a bizarre, like a quasi mathematical equation written in the top corner of this board. <laughs> and this, Do you not like yeah, it? No, David's not a fan, but this was actually quite an important thing for me. because I mentioned that, as a young athlete, I didn't expect to be an athlete professionally because I didn't see myself as like too, enough of a specimen genetically or talent-wise. So I read this book by Michael Johnson called Slaying the Dragon. It's a good book. I've read it's it. quite good. It's yeah, very yeah. American self-helpy. It's like yeah. very like, you can do it, guys. Uh, you know, it's like you can walk on the hot coals, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very Anthony Robbins, right? But something in that, and you had this bizarre equation, which was, I'm going to read it out if you can picture it. So we've got talent times opportunity divided by hard work equals success. Nauseating, actually. <laughs> but but there's something in there because the talent part is what we know is like genetics or natural ability. Isn't yeah. it? And then opportunity, we don't really lack. But that's like Milton Keynes providing enough yeah, opportunity yeah. for its its talent. Uh, and that's but we, I mean, we're talking very much in a first world that's country. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. So you, you, got, you take that talent in a third world country where there's no tracks yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Or, or let's let's say okay, um, sprint cycling, velodrome cycling. Yes, yeah. that's a very good example. Right, so we're the best in the world in the UK at it. Yeah, we've got some talent for sure, but they're not really that keen on it in Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. No, and if they were, would they be winning the medals yeah. that Britain are winning well, now? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we, we can take away obviously from what the cyclists do in, in the UK, but it's a smaller you, pool they're yeah, doing. Yeah, absolutely. You're competing against. Less yeah. people in track and field, Ethiopia are world power. Yeah. That tells you something about yeah, the opportunity exactly. there, doesn't yeah. it? You know, yeah, yeah. so or, or if you gave Ethi- if you made a tra- like a road cycling team based in the Rift Valley, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, and it was the culture there that everyone went for a massive bike ride, yeah, like at the weekend. I mean, I think that would be very interesting. I think as well, but both examples that you're using, we're talking about the physiology as opposed to like the, the skill and the technical aspects of, of the sport yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. and the culture yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. But we're yeah. assuming that all sprinters are exceptionally strong and I'm not necessarily sure how much I believe that's the case. I mean, just yeah. Warren Weir. Yeah. But very quick. I don't know what he lifts in the gym. I can't imagine from looking yeah, at him yeah. that it's a huge amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And so, therefore, yeah. I'm not sure that he would have the, the quad strength to be perhaps as dominant in, uh, in Velodrome cycling. Yeah, yeah. But it's just... Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, yeah. so, the opportunities, well, like, it means facilities, it means, like, yeah. a culture. It's yeah. not the training itself. Opportunity is, like, what the other holistic parts yeah. of it. Caring about it enough. Yeah. This may so, be why it, why it works. It's such a very vague equation. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> so, we got that. So, I, I it, Michael Johnson talked about, like, if you deemed yourself as only having, let's say, six out of ten on talent... The chances are, if you had 10 out of 10, you're probably not going to do 10 out of 10 hard work. Yeah. And so I, I was quite inspired by this as a young athlete. And a rare moment of me not being cynical. I, I was Very like, rare. <laughs> the only, the only really, time. The only occasion I wasn't cynical about something. It's a perfect uh, equation. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, I was like, you know, I'm probably about seven out of 10 on talent, but I could probably work three, th- three points out of 10 harder than someone with 10 out of 10 yeah, on yeah, talent yeah. Or, or better or something like that. Yeah. So, and I, I really like took that on board and I knew I had the opportunity. I could definitely do the work so hopefully I could like make it happen into this equals success yeah. bizarre scenario but that's it's very but black and white and I'm just I'm using yeah. a sort of experience bias there to say yes that worked for me yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I, I struggle with it massively. yeah 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 um, yeah, no, I, I definitely I. believe I'm very, I'm very lucky to have a lot of talent. Yeah, that's obviously right, I've yeah. had all the opportunity in the world. I've been yeah, supportive yeah, yeah. throughout everything, and, and even at the elite end, actually, to go from like a good coach to a great coach yeah, and yeah. stuff as well. Yeah, I, I, I've yeah. Been, I, I, I just want to bring this up, like that. The smaller the bottom number in a division equation, <laughs> actually, like the higher, the higher the success, the higher the answer. So basically, you, the, the less hard you work, according to this, you should have more success. I'm not sure we've read it down quite right. <laughs> okay, right, I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry but, you, but hopefully the listeners kind of get the gist. <laughs> That's the statistician in you. I, just, I was just looking at that thinking, hang on. This equation's yeah. not done by the Hang book. on, if I divide it by one, then I'm going to have a much higher number than if I divide it by ten. <laughs> Remarkable. This is where I've gone wrong. <laughs> I can be an Olympian. Yeah. 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 But the hard work thing, that's the bit which... which yeah, you, the, you, no, this is the bit <laughs> I, I struggle with slightly. And, and now, look, I don't want people to think that I don't work up because... You I do train up. hard when you I, do train. I, yeah. when, I, when I'm training, I, yeah, work, yeah, yeah. I, I push myself... Very hard. Yeah, but, no, you do, you do. But what other people would deem as hard work, I've never ever experienced in my career. I think the the important thing is, that, and it's a very, it's vital, and perhaps we should have discussed this more, is that the, the hard work is the correct work. Yes, because, yeah. I, I could be a sprinter and I could go out and I could do a 30-mile run. That's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's not appropriate. No, but, yeah, but this is what is fascinating. And, and people, they... They, they don't understand. What they'll look at, they'll look at a generic training system or they'll see what other people have done and they'll say, cool, that person worked really hard. I remember in the sort of mid-2000s listening to some British sprint coaches saying, well, I've seen that Alison Felix trains this many times a week. If i got my guys doing double what she does, yeah. then I think... They'll be that, twice as good that, as her. Twice, yes, that's, that's how we yeah. do that. That is also poor maths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I think it's, that's how people see no, it. No, it is. It's really interesting. In fact, you speak to Stephen Francis, who was a Saffa Powell's coach, yeah. his first coach. They did 13 training sessions a week because he read in a book that Frank Dick said do 13 training sessions a week. <laughs> wow, yeah. It's a, really, yeah. it's a really strange kind of concept. It is, yeah. So and, it's and, like what evidences do you base your decision-making on when well, prescribing the training? I think... And it probably comes down to, again, people who succeed and people who don't. You have to have the ability to separate yourself slightly from training and actually figure out what works for you. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that I think I've done a lot of in my career. I've, I've taken a lot from different people. Uh, actually, David's been somebody who's helped a lot with, with different side of, uh, sides of my training. And you have to figure out, okay, if I do that, I'm probably not going to perform that well because I might be tired, injured or whatever else. 
But if I do this, which in my case is running up steps or running up yeah. hills and whatever else, I get the major benefit that I feel I need. But not many people have the confidence to do that. No, and I think that's it. I mean, you suffered earlier in your career with a lot of hamstring injuries and both those things take a lot of hamstring engagement out, Absolutely. you know, running up a slope. It, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. There's less hamstring recruitment, so you, perhaps that's saving yourself. Exactly. Then you go and jump plenty of times, and you obviously yeah. it's, it's a massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's almost yeah. the exact concept which inspired us to start this podcast. Yes. Actually, yeah. you know, it's like finding, steps. finding, yeah, basically, yeah, running the fact, steps. That, the fact that Greg digging a six foot hole in his garden <laughs> seems to help him become an Olympic <laughs> champion yeah. is like actually people finding the right way for you. So we talk about nature versus nurture, but it's almost like allowing yourself to nurture your nature is the most that, important thing. Yes, really. definitely. That's yeah. that's. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a that's like you know, like how that. do you how do you you've got to nurture your nature. You can't yeah. you can't without the nature you can't do it. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, set on that. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you know, no matter what I did, I could train all I wanted for the hundred meters. I wouldn't be very good at. it. I'd be okay, but I wouldn't be an Olympian probably. Yeah, yeah or, or if I did, I, I'd sneak into the relay team, <laughs> like, which I barely do in the four hundred anyway. But like, so, there'd be like, a couple of injuries. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't run nine nine. Not like yeah. that. Yeah, okay, but as well, we've got to throw in that you've got to understand your nature as well. So even if I trained as much as possible, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna beat David Rodish in the 800. So yeah, so you've, uh, you've got example. So training's very individual. So you've and got I mean, to have that a kind sense of, of with your DNA work. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Sort of but it's basically playing to your strengths, isn't it? Yes. Oh, Understanding yeah, your yeah, strengths. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. that's really important. And minimize your weaknesses. <coughs> yeah, not trying to minimize your weaknesses, but or manage your weaknesses and play to your strengths. Yes. But then, like, and then. And then once you're aware of that, like creating the best environment to allow that natural talent yeah. to be its best mm. thing. So you said an interesting phrase before, which is about like, if you've got the nature, you can still... Yeah, yeah, not, you can still yeah. mess it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. You, you, you can, can mess really, it up with the nurture. You can definitely but, mess it up with yeah, the yeah, nurture. Yeah. I, there must be... You've done it. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Parts of my career completely. And I think you should have won in Beijing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. I, I know, yeah. I could have done yeah, that. Yeah. And, and there's probably a, a lot of athletes oh, currently sure, yeah, in the UK. There, oh, there will be. Uh, ex and current, who, if they really took a, a long, hard look at yeah. the stuff they'd done, I don't think that it's only the people that are Olympians that had the potential to be Olympians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. there's several there's uh, plenty of other people that could have made the Olympic team and had they have taken advantage of the opportunities yeah. and worked appropriately. And, and arguably as well, there will be people out there who went through, well, went to different sports who probably never found yeah. actually what they'll be good at. I mean, yes, that's, that's yes. a wider issue. Yeah. Um, but there probably are a lot of people out there who have never succeeded in sport purely because they never actually tried the right sport. Yeah. So, so what? So what do we really get out of this? Is it, <laughs> is it basically that oh, you just can't do it? <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, I think it's 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 you've got to have the nature. So I I think that if you could quantify it, you, nature's definitely taken up more than. Have we all got the nature for something? That's that- a, that's a good question. Have you, I mean has has anybody got the time to find out what their what their nature is for? I mean, how, you Chance, can't you can't it? try something for five minutes well, and think, oh, I'm really good at this. or I'm not good at it. You need to give it a little bit of well, time. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. <laughs> It's all luck. <laughs> yeah. no, and, do you, and do you know what? Do you know why I say that? You're not doing yourself any favours here with this representation of a fluke. It's, it's entirely it's luck. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Do you know? But do you know why? I wanted to be a professional footballer. Yeah, and that's I, and right. I played, I played a lot of football. I took it to a relatively so, high level. And and the one thing that always stuck out, everybody that ever saw me play football, they always remembered me as the fast kid. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So you were lucky that Craig Pickering was a bit faster than you exactly. when he appeared, because it made you do long jump. Completely. And then I was lucky that I was at 
the right club because then they sort of harnessed that by bringing in Tom McNabb. Post that, I was then very lucky that British Athletics brought over Dan Paff. Yeah. And then Dan Paff was willing to take me on. And I and think then, you were lucky that you found out before Dan Paff, you found out what didn't work for you. Yeah, exactly. You were very lucky to so find out what didn't work. I went work. for a period yeah. in my career. Those injuries were great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> those, those injuries are why I've, I've won. Yeah, no, the, sil- the silver lining thing is like very true, actually. Yeah. yeah. Without, yeah, yeah. If that coach hadn't been that bad for you, you never would have got the coach that was really good for exactly, you. Exactly. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. learn from everything. You can yeah. definitely well, learn I think every person who's had an influence in my career has had a positive influence in some way and in actual fact it, it, it's it, some of those positives are actually negatives to yeah, me yeah they are, yeah they are but, but long in the long yeah, term yeah, 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 talking about long term but, but only I, if you have the sense and the almost the balls to change yeah completely well. so like that in the in the startup world they, they talk about like you can never be afraid of failure you've just got to fail and fail and fail and fail again right. until one of them isn't a failure basically mm-hmm. you know i think it's like i think it's thomas edison he's going i've not i've not failed i've just found ten thousand ways that don't work yes yeah it's okay. a really good phrase you know very positive uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's kind of yeah. Okay, so it's having the perseverance you. to keep, like you said, almost yeah. the balls, the perseverance yeah. to keep going through failure and trying something else and yeah. not let those 10,000 failures kind of bring you down to the point that you don't want to... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. If, 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 for example, if Dan wouldn't have been brought over from the US yeah. to work in the UK... So that look, I probably wouldn't have won the Olympics. Would have been a chronic failure as opposed yeah, to an I mean, acute yeah. failure. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had yeah. 10,000 failures and I'm still going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now, but now no. you're on the podcast. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's true. Interesting. I trust Edison. Interestingly, all jokes aside, I believe and have done for a long time that you'll be a fantastic coach. And when you yeah. when you fully commit to being a coach, I think you'll pro- you will very quickly probably become one of the best in the in in the. Probably in the world. In the then. universe. In the universe. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say UK. Best coach on Mars. I was going to say UK, but you don't live in the UK. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, 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 but thank you. That's not, that's not blowing smoke. That's that's genuine because I think you've done something that a lot of coaches don't do, which is, again, another issue that we should talk about another time. But you've 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 learnt from a lot of people, taken it on board and, and sort of removed some of the rubbish. Yeah, oh, I try to. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you've also, you, you have a very, very wide understanding for, for yeah. the event. Of sprinting, yeah. which I think that's how people become great at what they do. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it. Thank you. So there's a lot, there's a lot of luck, and it's only through luck that you would have like yeah. eventually acquired a lot of knowledge from different people. Yeah. Like, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, you, only through a lot of luck that you got the right coach and yeah. the right environment in order to let and you. To, and you're lucky to be the fast Olympian. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, uh, I'm going. That's my aim for 2016 <laughs> to make the Olympic team in the worst physical state that anybody's <laughs> ever over made. Over 50 body team. fat. <laughs> So really, half that. <laughs> what we're saying from all of this is that from this podcast, you can take nothing away which is going to help you to succeed. But Other what you the, should learn is that you have to pers- be as persistent as possible and keep trying. Not be scared of failing. Actually. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and if you genuinely believe deep down that something isn't working for you, you just have to go and you change, change it. You have to change yeah. it. Because now you're not nurturing your nature. Completely. You've got to nurture the nature. So that's that, that is the thing. That's, that's, a, that's a takeaway it. phrase, nurture the yeah. nature. Yeah. And nurture. that it's all luck. <laughs> and it's all luck and you can't control it. No, no. But no, I, I think you can control it, but you have to control it by like you know, being observant of what your strengths yeah. are yeah. and yeah. playing to them. Self-awareness. Them, yeah, self-awareness. That's, that's yeah. vital in, well, it's, it's vital in sport, but it's probably vital in everything, life. really. Yeah. Yeah. So take that away. It's how you become better in life. Life, <laughs> well, no, no, and, and it's called life and performance because this isn't just directed uh, like at being, 
being a great sprinter, long jump, or something with an athletics or sport. It is about taking it away into the wider world and actually yeah. using it to help you perform. No, because I think a lot of the lessons you learn from this can be applied to a lot of things. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully that's what people try and take away. So yeah. I think, yeah. So on the really conclusive note there, yeah. <laughs> guys, let's say... Uh, well, I, I just want to make it, it very conclusive that can anyone be a great Olympian? No. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Not everyone can be an Olympian. No. No, you can't. Yeah. You need the nature first. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you've got the nature yeah. and then you've got the luck to allow yourself to nurture that yeah, nature yeah. probably. That's probably the best way. If, so, and if you don't have that, then talk to me and we'll just get drunk and <laughs> cry about it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Ball so porn. guys, we have 45 minutes now until New Year's and it's going to be 2016 and another Olympic year. Um, so I think it's probably time to, to wrap up podcast yeah. number two. That's um, good. Like I say, thank you very much to David Maris for uh, taking part. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah, really if you're in Dubai and you want to get faster, yeah. then David's probably the guy for you yeah yeah, i'd like to think that i am the guy yeah yeah that's good no sir thanks very much for joining us again everyone and uh, look forward to seeing you in 2016 fantastic see you soon